All right, welcome to the Rod of Iron Podcast, Fundamental Baptist, Breaking Down Discussions, Dogma, and Daily Events. I'm your host, Pastor Bruce Mejia, here at First Works Baptist Church here in beautiful Southern California. And I'm joined by the fundamentalist, Brother Hike and Brother Adam. And of course, we have Brother Ulysses here on the board. Folks, it's been a while. It's been a long time since we have done this podcast. Got the channel shut down and got banned from YouTube, but whatever. And so I haven't really had the motivation. That's a bad excuse to make another podcast because I'm just like, where am I going to put it? But we're just going to put this on the website and on the channel that I currently have until it gets nuked. But, um, you know, uh, I'm happy to be back and, and got the guys back again, too. What's up, guys? Not much. What's up with you, Adam? <laughs> Not much. Yeah, you guys, are really, you guys are really <laughs> thrilled. How are you doing, Ulysses? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's good to be back, and we have a couple of topics that we're going to be talking about tonight. We're going to talk about savants and uh, a couple of savants and what it means to be a savant, and even, uh, what did you say, a dumb savant? Idiot savant. Idiot savant. Idiot savant. That works too. Though. Oh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and then we might get into some other current topics, current hot topics uh, in society today that I think Christians should know about, and uh, so we're looking forward to a great episode Gentlemen, are we ready? We're ready. I'm ready. Dun 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 dun. So he finished. He finally finished chapter one of John one, John chapter one, and so that's pretty neat. I like that. You know, just to get to go over with the Bible with my son, and he like he doesn't sight read because actually sight reading is not really good. What does that mean? It's like you know you you just read a word because you recognize it, not because you're phonetically sounding it out. Oh, okay. you know what I mean? Like you just recognize the word, but he knows how to. He I mean he's learned how to read phonetically. But sometimes he he trusts himself too much. Isn't that what adults do? Don't yeah, but they shouldn't. I mean, I, I'm sorry. We do do that, but that's not how we should learn how to read. Oh, okay. Like, I actually learned that it's it's not good to um, to learn how to speed read. Because speed reading is like sight reading, where you just kind of trust what you saw. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, have you, have you ever heard of speed reading? Yeah, but don't you also want to process what you've read? Like, think about it? Well, especially the, when you read they the put it forth as if... Um, Speed reading is superior to just any other reading because of the fact that you're able to consume more content and retain everything that you've read. You're not spending time trying to figure out what the word is. You yeah, sounding the out the words or figuring not out the, the words. Not the word, but the concepts. Well, if you know what the words are, then I mean, you know what the concepts yeah. are. I mean, yeah, yeah. No, it's true, it's true. What? The fastest reader? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen that video? The judge get like super mad. Yeah, what was that? What was that? What was that? You do not, you do not learn. What did you learn? What did you just read? Yeah. But though he did, he's like, you never see that? Yeah, I see it. It's funny. But there's people who can read pretty fast as far as like they do what's called speed reading, but it's also called block reading. And the way it works is, um, Initially, when you begin to speed read, you you need a pen 
and you go over like every line and you just have to practice just like looking at or just kind of breezing through the sentence every line and not regressing and just kind of trusting what you've already read <clears throat> and so what happens is you because of that exercise you begin to um focus more so that you're able to retain more and you get to a point where like if this is a page and you're reading a book they teach you to break it up into four boxes like this so initially you start off like this right like if this is just a regular book w with no columns mm -hmm. you just read like that right and then you have to kind of test yourself like what did you read but then after a while once you get faster when you're reading like i don't know i think it's like 700 800 words a minute then you do block reading which is basically you get a pen and you tap each square like that and then your your eyes literally kind of like they just scan the page and it's able to just retain everything but do you read the words or you just like you kind of scan over it and you're not necessarily because when like we think read of reading diagonally or whatever yeah like. you're kind of zigzagging through it but there's people who do it and they actually retain what's being what's the, you know they retain the content like they can they can regurgitate everything That's that they've pretty read. That's incredible. And I used to have a book, oh man, on on speed read. I forgot what it's called, but it was it was a program that was out there on teaching kids how to how to speed read. But it's actually very detrimental though, because of the fact that phonetic, you know, reading phonetically is actually superior because of the fact that a lot of the times children or even adults who learn how to speed read, if you actually look at what they're reading, or if you tell them to read out loud they mispronounce a bunch of words because they're trusting what they've, what they've read yeah. and a word looks like another word. When I, when I, was, when I used to read the Bible, up, up, I don't usually read the Bible out loud, but what I do is like I process the sentence like before it and then like cache that in my mind then I'd like read the next sentence to have the next sentence ready. Yeah, that's how I kind of read too. So like I'll read like it's like when you read aloud or when, when you, you read, read aloud, yeah, because yeah. I feel like that's the only way to make Wait, it sound. Wait, say that again. You do what? So say you, I have this, and it's Second Chronicles, chapter twelve. Into the mic, into oh, just sorry. just pull the just pull the Bible to you. Yeah, just, yeah, sure, yeah. I'm yeah. trying to like show you the gospel. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Are you 100? <laughs> so it, so the the verse says, and it came to pass when Rehoboam had established the kingdom and had strengthened himself, he forsook the law of the Lord and all Israel with him. So as I'm speaking the words, I'm like reading the next sentence. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you do that too? Sometimes I think, so I don't know where you learned that from. I just, I, that's you just the, that's, it's just a habit that's you picked how, that's up. How I that's, read too. that's the only way I could make it sound fluid. So that there's no oh, like pauses see. between sentences or between verses. I don't know, dude. I think I do that. I think I read really fast. Like when I read out loud, I actually read really fast. Like if I'm preaching, I read really fast. And that's good and that's bad because sometimes I'll mispronounce certain words because I think I'm thinking faster than I can like say it. Mm -hmm. um, but it's like, and it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he sees one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray. But also if you're like familiar with the passage, right. you kind of already know what it's going to say. You know what I mean? Whereas I think the way you're supposed to read the Bible, it is specifically the Bible, but I guess any book, but more specifically the Bible is you need to take your time reading it. And like, every word you know what i mean man should not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of god so you just kind of have should to like hang slow on down word. yeah you should hang on every word i find yeah. like so i don't do this anymore but for a while i found that like to for daily bible readings i'd read it out loud because it allowed me to slow down and really like process what it's saying versus when you're reading like 
just in your head or whatever, you can pretty quickly get tend through, to skim, like, mm, especially if yeah. you know the chapter. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and some no, nothing new will like pop out at you. Yeah, if you don't, I don't read out loud very often. I think I used to. I don't do it really anymore, but I do. Like, if I'm reading the passage, I'll just like think about it for a while. Like, I'll just pause and just think and just kind of let it like settle in, kind of thing. Because I, I I know like. I do have the desire to read, you know, and just finish whatever I have to read. But you, I think you have to get to a point where you also just are kind of ruminating on what you're reading and just thinking about it, meditating upon it kind of thing. Look up Evelyn Wood. I think that's what it's called, Eli. The Evelyn Wood Speed Reading Course or something. When, when you, like, when you read, like, even those secular books or even the Bible, do you set out like a certain number of chapters to read or do you set out an, a time block to read? Um, when it comes to, well, when it comes to like secular books as of recently, I don't really have those types of goals because a lot of the secular books that I read, I don't really read. I, I listen to, is that what it's called? Yeah. See, I knew it. Oh, yeah, yeah, seven days. Yeah, you can learn it in seven days. To speed read? <clears throat> learn how to sit and read. And it, it sounds like, tempting to learn but it's just not good in my opinion and is this for kids or is this for adults this is for, this is for kids and adults okay. and if i'm not mistaken like uh, type in like theodore what's his name theodore uh, herzl no not herzl <laughs> <laughs> roosevelt 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 reading? yeah speed reading i think he knew how to speed read because a lot of the presidents learned this evelyn course yeah, or just to consume a lot of books a day. Like, they would mm -hmm. read, like, five books a day or something like that because they're constantly growing. Back when and presidents had to read books and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it does say that, right? R read it to us. Uh, by his own estimate. Faster. <laughs> 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 wait, wait, I didn't hear you. Say it again. Yeah, so they're able to, like, the the speed was, like, if you could read, like, a thousand words a minute, you're just... So it says he would flip through two or three pages in a minute. Yeah. He, so he was a real-life... <laughs> <laughs> well, do you guys remember um, The Rain Man? The movie? The well, rapper? The <laughs> like counting the, the toothpicks on the floor? <laughs> <laughs> the Rain Man, the movie, was based upon a real person, though. Oh. Look up the name, the real name of the Rain Man. He was a savant. <laughs> you know what a savant is? Yeah. Smart guy. What not, no, it's not the it's not French, the French fighting karate. style. <laughs> <laughs> is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. What is? Huh? Yeah, yeah, him right there. What's he looks it? like a savant. Kim Peek. Oh, man. Yeah, anyways, he was a savant. Well, what's the, what's the French karate? Savant. Oh, savant. That's what yeah. it's called. So a savant is like someone who is like superior. Most French karate. Really. I don't know. Look up the. I don't know a lot of what stuff. If you're Look a up the definition to a savant. It's basically someone who is like. Just extraordinarily like intelligent. As intelligent or gifted in a certain area. A savant and savant. <laughs> then you also have, a, you also have an idiot savant, which is oh like, man, that sucks. Which is somebody. <laughs> I'm a savant. That's even smarter than the smart one. No, the dumb one. <laughs> I'm exceedingly stupid. <laughs> That's a that, that look up, look up, look up, idiot savant. I'm sure you know a couple of these. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> dang. Um, but anyways, that that guy Rainman was a savant, and so he would actually go to the library, 
and just read hundreds of books every day. And they've actually recorded him. And what? Well, idiot savant. What does it say? A person who has a mental or learning disability, but is extremely gifted in a particular way, such as performing a feats of memory or calculation. That's like Loza. <laughs> because he's really good he's at graphics, but he's an idiot. What is referred to as like autistic people who can like oh, yeah, yeah. remember Paris from like one like helicopter. Oh, ride. Is that what that's yeah, referring I've to? That. Oh, so I've known people like that. Yeah. There's a guy at our old church and he was, he was autistic, but he knew like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of phone numbers yeah. and birthdays. There are phone numbers and birthdays, like when so-and-so's, like everyone in the church, and he can just quote it like that. But he's just, you know. But the savant of like the Rain Man, they actually they actually recorded him, and it, I don't know how he does it, how he did it, because he died already, I think. But one eye would read down, and the other, one eye would read one Yo, page, what? and the other eye would read the other page. And the way you knew that he was actually reading is because he could actually like regurgitate the content. How can you read two things at once? I have no idea. I mean, maybe maybe I'm mistaken. Look it up, see if it's true. I'm pretty sure that's that's. There's, I, is that kind of like the thing where like chameleons? <laughs> what? <laughs> so chameleons, do, right? Uh, oh yeah, I guess so. But like, have you heard a thing where like <clears throat> the the connection between the left brain, left brain, and the right brain is cut? Then people can like their their body can like move and do things without their mind knowing it, essentially. Because I, are you I, talking about telekinesis or <laughs> like sleepwalking no, no, no. or something? Did you check if the cameras are focused. Like sleepwalking? No. You, I you mean, just, wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be like a symptom of something like that? Kind of, but like what? Okay, so wait, hold on. He could read two pages in about ten seconds. The right page with his right eye and the left simultaneously with his left eye. He knew phone num- phone books by heart and can tell you what day of the like week a particular Norris. day. <laughs> <Chuck> <laughs> Norris. <laughs> <laughs> See, so yeah, he's like a walking cell phone, basically. Yeah, this guy. Is, no, this guy has been made obsolete. I have an iPhone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's it's no good. longer needed. <laughs> Did you check the cameras? Did you check the camera? Did you check the camera? He was yeah, so he knew that stuff, and then he was able to recall like information from books that he's read years. It's kind ago. of interesting. I've seen this video recently of this chimpanzee. They displayed. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> they displayed for like a split split second, uh, consecutive numbers like one through thirteen or something like randomly placed over the screen, and he only gets to see it for maybe like a split second, and then he can recall the order of the numbers, and it's pretty intense. I mean, I, ca- I can't even do that. <laughs> Are you saying a chimpanzee is more talented? I zoned out. That <laughs> that particular chimpanzee. <laughs> Dude, I, I was at I was at the uh, where was I? I was at the LA. Damn, this guy's. <laughs> what what is Adam? He's not a savant. What is he? <laughs> He's like I was at. Where am I? <laughs> Maybe the second one. He, he, he just he, he's, his brain just went Joe Biden on him right now. I'd <laughs> <laughs> be on the pool. They come and touch my leg hairs. <laughs> that um, he remembers by yeah. heart. Yeah, that quote. It's a good one. What were you saying? Corn pop. Uh, I was at the LA Zoo. And there was like some people throwing grapes at the orangutans, and I watched an orangutan grab, uh, like a stick, and like fish the grape from outside the net using the water like river that runs under it, and like bring it towards him, and then grab it and eat it. And I was just like, "This is amazing." He's like, "I never would have thought of that." <laughs> he, he's like, "I would have starved." But like, I didn't know they could, they knew how to use tools. Is this like? Of course. A, I just told you the guy can count like up to thirteen. <laughs> yeah. I can count to thirteen. I can't. I mean, you yeah. can't do what he did. 
it's it's pretty it's pretty impressive for an orangutan. It's yes. pretty impressive for an orangutan. I've, but there, I mean, you have like for example, like killer whales are ridiculously intelligent, or should I say calculated? They're very calculated, is what what I want to say. But before before I forget, savants, I think they're either born, but they can be made as well. <clears throat> and a lot of the savants that are made, like the Rain Man, I think he was born that way. But there's other savants that are made because they suffer like a freak accident. Like they receive like a like a, a hit to the head. They get in some sort mm. of accident that causes some sort of brain trauma. And it triggers something in their brain that causes them to be that way. Like there's a guy <clears throat> who was a savant and... Um, Maybe I'm, I'm thinking of two different people, but there's a guy who was a savant, but, or he wasn't a savant, but he got hit with a baseball bat to the head. And after that, he was able to recall any date in the past and what the weather was on that day. That's pretty crazy. And I That's think there's crazy. another guy who received some, I think he got hit with a baseball or something. I don't know. I don't remember exactly what the trauma baseball was. Baseball creates. <clears throat> but um, he got hit and then he, he was able to look at a city. Like if you were to look at anything for a split second and then he can draw it with precision and detail exactly the way you see it. So they, they had him fly over New York. Uh, in the a helicopter, yeah, in a helicopter, yeah, not literally like you know, he's in a <laughs> helicopter, <laughs> and they just had him just, ju they just kind of flew him once over New York City, yeah, just to kind of look or downtown New York or whatever, and they had him look at all the skyscrapers once, mm -hmm. and then he went and they gave him a huge canvas, and and, and it, it took him hours, but he 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 basically replicated everything that he saw. Just it's like it. they take a snapshot with their mind or something. Yeah, they drew it all down. That's such a trip. And then there's another savant. I don't remember if this guy was made or, or if he, he was just always like this, but he was like a, a mathematical savant. Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> <laughs> when you say like a, ma a made savant, <laughs> I keep thinking like to like made gangsters. <laughs> He's a made man. man. <laughs> <laughs> never have to there was a guy named life. Tony. He's, <laughs> He's a made man. <laughs> like Joe Pesci was a, a savant or something. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, here we go. But this guy was um this guy was made. <laughs> He's a made so far. <laughs> it's funny. I'm just laughing because he's laughing. It just <laughs> he just thinks it's that funny. But this guy was I think he was <laughs> <Sorry>. made. <laughs> he's like crying. <laughs> I think he was made a savant. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> it's like do you know who I'm talking about? Did you make him a savant? <laughs> no. But uh, he became like this mathematical genius. <laughs> what is so funny? <laughs> I, I just want to hear the story, I man. know. I'm trying to tell I'm, the story. I should just look at you, Adam, because he's like <laughs> crying. <laughs> he's just crying. <laughs> so this guy was a mathematical savant. <laughs> he was made... <laughs> <laughs> you guys are killing me. <laughs> get out of here. You get out of here. So there, he was a mathematical savant. <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you, Lisa. I got to tell someone this story. So he was a mathematical savant. Talk to the viewer. 
He literally walked out. Uh, he needs a break. <clears throat> the guy literally walked out. He's going home right now. He was a for the billionth time. He was a mathematical savant, and he can solve these. <laughs> we, there's a window right here. Hi, do you have to stand in front of the window and like laugh? That's ridiculous. He can solve any ridiculous equation that you can place. I think he solved some equation that required three hours of answering or something. And he solved it in how long? Like, I mean, three hours. Oh, like, <laughs> oh, oh, I thought like you meant you're not a savant. <laughs> I think you meant like you're on the opposite. <laughs> you think streams that is <laughs> like it took him three hours to answer. So how long did it take? <laughs> I, thought, I thought you meant three like hours. Average, it took the average person. Three no, hours. it would take like three hours to answer because oh, there's yeah. so many numbers. Yeah, I'm, I might be mistaken. It might have been like two hours or an hour. Or that changes everything. <laughs> <laughs> but he answered with precision. So they give him a, an equation, and then he's just like this is like this is forty five like set. You know, he's just naming off these numbers or whatever. What's that movie with Matt Damon where he's like a janitor? <clears throat> At the beginning, and he's like, "How you like them apples?" That movie? No, it has Ben Affleck in it as well. It's uh, a really bad movie, <laughs> <laughs> but he's like he, Matt Damon, like is like a janitor in this college, and then after hours, he just goes in the rooms and solves all like the really hard math problems on the board, and everyone's like so impressed with him. And he directed and wrote the movie too, so he was like showing. That off. sounds like um, yeah, I don't remember the name of the movie. I'm sure the comment. I know what you're talking about though. There's, there's a story because you were talking about. I've like, never seen it, but me. you know what reminds me of that, though? A Beautiful Mind. I've never seen that. Oh, that's a true story, right? Yeah, or, but. Or based the, on a man. It's based on a true story, but the guy is a reprobate, though. The guy, they didn't the, show him as a reprobate. They didn't represent him as a reprobate in the movie. How was he a reprobate? He was a, He's a sodomite. Oh, really? Yeah, like he. How does that make him a reprobate? <laughs> he can change, though. You know, like, God can still save him. Are you saying he can't repent of that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Adam, I am. But uh, he in the movie, you know, he he was he was also like a mathematical genius. That guy, um, I don't know what his name is, but the guy from Beautiful Mind. But he was actually like a sodomite. Like he would go to France for months on end and just be a pervert. The guy who um, they made a movie about him recently too. He like cracked the, the Nazi code in World War Two or whatever. I think it's Alan Turing or Adam Turing or something. He w he was working for the British and he and he cracked the, like the cryptographic code that the Nazis used to communicate with each other. But he was a sodomite. So the British, so the British, castrated him after he had like cracked the code for them, and then he killed himself. <laughs> and that's I had to stop watching what? that movie halfway. Yeah. I didn't. That's see a movie. Like a, I didn't see the yeah, movie, but I just know the story. What is it? They made a movie out of it. Alan I forget Turing. the name. What in the world? Yeah. yeah. They they castrated him because he was a sodomite. Yeah. Well, the beautiful mind guy, he like was working for the CIA or whatever, but then he became a schizophrenic. Like the movie portrays him as though like he started thinking there's all these conspiracies and he was working for like the FBI or CIA or something like that and he was just losing his mind or whatever. But they never showed any of that. The sodomy. Like it wasn't they didn't portray him as a sodomite. At the end of the movie I think he's just like he just lives with the fact that he's gonna see these people in his mind for the rest of his life. He's just gonna ignore them. But the real story is like horrid though. It's pretty bad. But as I was telling him, the savant, he was able to do these Im incredible math or solve these incredible mathematical equations that would take like an hour, two hours to solve, like to answer, not to solve, to answer, like to say that many numbers mm -hmm. would require like an hour, two hours to say. And this guy would do it. And he was, he would explain how 
that he would see these numbers in his mind as colors. Oh, that that's like, like, a, something like that's that. like a not a disease, but it's like a <laughs> thing some people have where like they relate numbers to colors and sounds like the smells. It's I like feel like I, I, if I if I remember correctly, Pastor Robinson said that he has that. Yeah, where they associate like their senses get all like like crosswired. I think they said like math is yellow or something like that. Hmm. No, you never heard that before. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, you say it's green. No, I'm watch. Just type joking. in, type in, type in. What color is math, and what color is English? Okay, well, let me ask you a question. What color is the number eight? I see it as like red. I don't know. I always think yeah, I see it I as see, red. I see it as blue. It's like blue green. No. <laughs> what is it? In fact, the color blue is associated with math. See, because it is a cool technical color. That's stupid. Ask, ask. What color is eight? This is such a stupid. I mean, there's thing. only so many colors. If you ask enough people, you know. Black. Oh no, yellow. yellow. Did we say yellow? No, we said red. Dang, we're, we're way thinking off. Of we're not savants. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. We're definitely not. We're, we're not artists. <laughs> that was. The, I'm gonna cut that out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> He's all impressed by him. I like to meet this man. <laughs> He's weird though, but he he was. Wait, was this the Sodma? Counting cards. Sodomite? No, he's the the That's, Rain Man guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> that guy is the because he obviously he read the Bible too. So he read the Bible scores of times, but the guy never got saved. And you know, knowledge puffeth up. So he had all this knowledge, and there's like interviews with him, and you know, people were interviewing him, and he's just like, he's like telling the interview, one day you'll be as great as me. You know, just like very the prideful. Rain Man guy, yeah, because knowledge. Has he seen up. himself in the movie? He's a freaking idiot. He he died already. <laughs> Ike. Oh, he never he never lived to see himself as a uh, Dustin Hoffman or whatever. Oh no no, I think he did. Yeah, but he was very proud. But obviously, you know, the Bible teaches. He looks that. like he's related to Stephen Hawking. Yeah, that's just. Oh yeah, maybe that's just how they all look, huh? When they be, when yeah. they get like that. Super smart. They just become like very arrogant and prideful, you know. Knowledge was he a Mormon? Up. Can you look that up? <clears throat> Why do you say Why that? Why would he be a Mormon? Because I just saw something on on the on Google that said like Mormon Wiki Kevin Peake. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. He was? Oh, yeah. oh, he was Pe- stupid. Peake was bro. a member of the Church of the Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. As much information as he retained, he was a complete idiot. That's Mormon. why they call him he, idiot he is, savant. Yeah, huh? Rain Man has been a missionary his whole life. It says Deseret News. <laughs> missionary to what, bro? So he's he's a reprobate too, then. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't doubt. He's ever learning, yeah. never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Because he was literally, he would literally spend like his entire day just at the library reading hundreds and hundreds of books. The one thing that's amazing is that the human mind has the capacity to retain all that information. Would you eat? Yesterday? Like God gave us that kind of brain you know <clears throat> or even the guy you were talking about who after getting hit in the head he could recall the yeah. weather from years back that means your your brain it, captured it has that. information it has that information it's just recalling it's such it such a trip yeah i yeah th- i always heard that like our brain makes space for like gets rid of memories to fill in with other memories but like then you have stories like that where people just get hit in the head and suddenly they remember like when they were five years old i've actually heard that too it's like basically the way your mind works, the way your brain works is that um, I think I got it from the Atomic Habits, actually, the book. I've only heard but that I on think, like TV think, shows. But I think that shows us like that we don't 
really understand the brain at all. We don't really understand like neural. It's such a amazing because like science is like ever evolving. Yeah. Well, too like when you memorize something or when you're learning things, you're creating new pathways like. And so there's pathways that are in the, in your brain that have existed since I mean for decades, you know what I mean. Depending on obviously on how long you've lived, but it's like See, when I tell you oh, that I can remember. Oh yeah, maybe you do remember those things. Yeah, I do. Oh. What is it? Maybe oh, he yeah, like changed his own diapers. Or whatever. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> diapers. Who wore diapers, bro? Changed his own diapers. Is that what you meant by savant? <laughs> jacked up, but it's funny. <laughs> He's a savant because he remembers and changes his own diaper. You know how you're talking about whether or not he was made, like that guy, whether or not he was made a savant or he was like born a savant? Yeah. There was like, that reminded me of a a dude, I think in like the 80s or the 70s, he was from Hungary. His name was Laszlo Plogar or Polgar or something. And he was like a really bad chess player, but he was a chess player. But he believed that basically it was like 100%. He believed that if he had kids, it was 100% nurture and not nature. And what he meant by that is like, I could train these kids if I make them just be good chess players since the day they're born, then they're gonna rise and become the best chess players ever. So he did this, so he found someone to have kids with and he had, because <laughs> it was part of like the experiment. He's like, I have a project that I'm working <laughs> on. <laughs> that, that's actually part of the story. He like, he was going around telling women, I have this project I wanna work on. It's like the experiment to see if I can raise kids, <laughs> see whether Man. or not it's nature or nurture. That's crazy. Yeah, and then he, he found someone who agreed and so he had one daughter and he started since she was like able to talk or read or something he started like training her in chess now he was not a good chess player but he made like chess her main focus for her whole life and then she ended up like one of the top 10 female chess players and then he did that two more times so he had a second daughter and he did the same thing and he he made her like chess from a young age and implanted this in her and all those things and she became another top 10 chess player then he had the third one he did the same thing and she was like i think the best female chess player of that time number one and he was like not a good chess player. He was mediocre. He never like he was just trying to. Pr- he had kids to prove a point. Yeah, <laughs> basically, <laughs> he did it three times. He, he did it three times. So that goes to show, like, you know, you can learn these things. You can learn these things. It's not so more of like so much of oh, you know, I was born this way, so I like I was born disadvantaged, or I was born like uh, I'm not as smart. <clears> like my parents aren't smart. But this guy wasn't like a genius or anything. But he created three geniuses. Yeah, essentially. So yeah, that's true. I mean, I think it's a little bit of both. I think obviously like everyone is gifted in a certain way. You know, everyone has talents and gifts. Yeah. But I think um, success is determined not necessarily in how talented you are or how gifted you are, but rather how much work you put into your craft. Right. Right. Like the Bible emphasizes diligence more than talent. Like God expects mm-hmm. us to use and steward our talents but it's far heavier on the diligence and the work ethic. Like in all labor, there's profit. Because of the fact that, you know, the vast majority of the population are not savants, they're not the most talented yeah. or whatever, so we have to, like, learn these things, you yeah. know? And that's, re- that's really important for child rearing because I don't know if you've heard, like, conservatives say this, be like, oh, I can't have children in this environment. It's so wicked. Like, having them in the city, they'll grow up to be all sorts of things. But, like, the Bible says, like, train up a child in the way he should go. And yeah. And when he is old, he should not depart far yeah. from it, right? So it's like, this proves it. This, obviously, we don't need proof for it, for it, but, like, this dude raised three geniuses. He didn't have to be a genius himself. Yeah. The same thing. You don't have to be. It's like, like if the, you're willing to put in the work to yeah, raise your children. You don't have to be the best Christian ever, but you can raise Christians who are better Christians than yeah. you are, basically. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. Yeah. 
That's a really good point. So all these people scared, like, oh, I can't have daughters and this. Like, I hear that all the time. Or it's like, I can't have kids because, you know, how can we bring a kid into this, this type world, of world or whatever? Yeah, it's so wicked. Like, yeah. Or they're going to grow up so wicked. It's like, well, they'll only do that if you don't teach them. If you don't discipline them, if you spare the rod. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So. Yeah, that's good. That gives us hope, does it not? <laughs> it gives us hope that we don't have to uh, yeah. worry if we're not gifted or talented or whatever. Yeah. It's like the it, arrows thing you said, too. Yeah, they can go further than yeah. us. Yeah. Absolutely. Are you on carnivore right now? I'm on ketovore right now. Ketovore? I, I can't do carnivore right now. My my stomach acids. Can't hack it or what? No, not yet. I have yet. enough stomach acid. I mean, like, nope. you can't just eat meat? I can, but I can't process it. <laughs> I can't digest it. What are you... Uh, like a, a baby in Christ. What are you talking? I'm a baby. Why do you? Why, no, why do you say I that? can't why, digest why the meat of the wood? Are you like a, a cow or something or what? <laughs> a cat? No, a cow. A cow? Why? Why do you Herbivore? say you can't digest it? Because I had I ate meat the first week I did I did carnivore. Um, I woke up with like a, a huge headache. I think that's normal though. Yeah. No, so when because so I've had indigestion before, and it's when the you, same when you, symptom. When you first get on keto, like you, I, I, you go I through hear, keto flu. Yeah, your electrolytes. It's not the keto flu. Your electrolytes you don't think drop. so? No, it's not. It's literally indigestion. I can't but, digest but the food. Don't you like eat a lot of steak though? I don't yes, believe that because like steak is like the I easiest eat thing more. to digest. Meat is the easiest thing to digest. It's like uh, it's I a, don't you, know. You don't have to break it down into. It's true. Like with like or like. Like kale and lettuce, you have to like break down the stuff your body can use in your small intestine. But like, you don't have to ferment meat in your gut. You know, you're not a cow. Maybe it's just because your your digestive system is a little messed up. It is because it, it used to be even worse. Maybe you just need like more fermented stuff, like kefir and. Have you do you do you drink kefir? No, I can't do that on carnivore though. Yes, you can. Yeah, you can. Where do you think kefir comes kefir, from? No, kefir, I don't know, but it has carbs. Doesn't it? Kefir is but carnivore is not carnivore zero. is not necessarily like zero, low carb. Zero carb. Although you can do exactly low carb. What it, what no. It is. So so you know milk has carbs in it. Milk is an animal product. It's no different. It's basically just like steak in liquid form. Go to WebMD. Hold on. Why would you go to WebMD? I'm gonna go to Google. <clears throat> can you have? Okay. Well, here here, here let me let me. Carnivore let me, is all animal based products. Let me let me make something clear. D- don't don't subscribe yourself to a dogma. Saying like, oh, carnivore is only beef and water, right? Don't subscribe yourself to that. Subscribe yourself to it something that makes sense. Avoid high lactose dairy products. Why though? Because it's because it's Google. No, I, I don't know. You oh. should you should you should drink a cup of kefir a day. Kefir is like one of those. Kefir is really good for your digestive system. It's a superfood. I mean, like I don't I drink kefir, but I don't drink it like I don't chug it down. I'm sure there's people who do. I drink it at night. It's like a supplement. I don't know why. I don't know the whys too many things. Okay, well, let me, tell you, let me tell you the why you okay, should Dr. drink Adam, it. You should drink tell it. Tell me. I will. Um, so carnivore, I mean, the idea of it is to heal inflammation. And yes. another one is to lose weight. To, to and fix dairy a, is inflammatory. To fix a, a metabolic distress you have. So when you say things like dairy is inflammatory, what, that's, what you're saying. Cody told me that. Why Cody? are you asking Cody? No offense, why Cody. I, why am I asking anyone? <laughs> so, but Cody, because Cody doesn't do carnivore. He doesn't. He believe. doesn't. But he's done. I, I think he's done keto before. But he's did. He did it wrong though, because most people who say they do keto, they do it for like a month and then they say it doesn't work for them. But they're not even doing it right. So, what causes inflammation is things like anti nutrients and oxalates. And what inflammation is is literally like 
things in your body being inflamed. So when you say like dairy causes inflammation, it has to be something within that dairy that's causing inflammation. But the only thing that it could potentially cause it is like either whey, which is like just milk protein, either lactose, which is just sugar, right? Um, or casein, which is another type of protein. None of those things on their own, there's of course there's other things in milk, but none of those things on their own can cause inflammation or should cause inflammation. Like milk is one of the lowest, thank you, one of the lowest inflammation beverages you can drink, like even lower than coffee. Because coffee is like acidic, it has tannins in it that can cause inflammation and leaky gut. And I'm sure you were drinking coffee on carnivore, right? So, I mean, if you're if you're avoiding <laughs> if you're avoiding if you're avoiding the milk for inflammation, then you have to cut out coffee then too. It's even worse. You drink? You so drink oh yeah, you do. Of course you. I drink did drink coffee. coffee. Yeah. yeah. But wouldn't <clears throat> the idea be to cut out a lot of things and strictly meat, and then I don't you're, cu- you're cutting out like vegetables. Yeah, because then you want you slowly want to reintroduce some things back well no, i think diet. you cut out vegetables because of the fact that vegetables aren't necessarily you know you can't necessarily get the nutrients from vegetables so the way as quickly as you would get it from eating meat like your body's made to take the nutrients from meat naturally just like absorb it mm-hmm. like when you like for example when you eat like egg yolks you can metabolize those like that it's very bioavailable bioavailable like as soon as you eat it it just like goes straight to your muscles it goes straight to your body whereas like vegetables doesn't do that you would need like enzymes to help you break down those vegetables Mm -hmm. in another in order to break that down to get the nutrients from another thing with vegetables is they actually help you they actually uh they actually cause the body to block nutrients from other foods so like a classic example is if you eat oysters it has a lot of zinc in it but then if you eat like corn tortillas with oysters there's anti-nutrients in that that block like 80 percent of the zinc you would absorb from the oysters so right? i think w- so there's nothing like that for with milk like milk is like a natural product <clears throat> it, it comes from an animal it's basically just like you probably need to wean animal. yourself on to milk is what it is i'm trying to wean myself off of everything for now to kind of reset my system because i didn't just dive into carnivore right yeah, but what I'm saying is like you should wean yourself on to milk. Like my kids had to get weaned on to raw milk because their bodies weren't used to it. But you already drink milk. You already drank milk before. No, not really. Oh, okay. Shouldn't I? Shouldn't I start restricting more things and go? Like what? What do you? What, what, do you what do you mean? Like restricting what though? Well, all types of greens, even coffee. I'm not. I'm not against that. Mm-hmm. I'm but not saying I, you have to I, cut out because coffee, I want to. Like I want to kind of diagnose and pinpoint what the problem is. For example, that's causing. I think I, I honestly believe that carnivore is just very simple, and I don't think you have to like do all that. Animals. It's animals just you just eat anything from an animal, yeah. and even then, it's like you don't have to get all crazy about it and just choose a variety of different animal products. Just the basics. Mm-hmm. But it's really difficult because somebody says one thing, and then somebody else says another thing. But you have to. You do have to totally go with people who who have experience of it. Though, like, and has actually, ask, have actually ask done Vitor. it. Vitor, Vitor did it for two years, and yeah, then that's basically what he recommended. And he felt him. incredible too. Yeah. There's this doctor on YouTube, Doctor Barry. Bird, you mean? No, Doctor Barry. Oh, okay, I don't know who that is. And he's kind of like really pushing carnivore and, and keto and stuff like that. Yeah. If I remember correctly, he said to avoid. Did um, he say why? Why avoid milk? Yeah, I, Dairy I, mean, I don't remember. See, so like if you're going to do something, you have to have like a, a, a good reason to do it. If you're going to say, I'm going to cut out all milk, then like why though? Why are you going to cut out all milk? Like there's some, there's some people I can understand. Maybe they just 
can't drink milk because they're from like a pl- area in the world that can't digest milk. Like a lot of Africans and a lot of Asians have hard trouble drinking milk, so it's bad for them. But like if you have no trouble with it, then. But even then, it's like if you have trouble with it, just wean yourself. Well, I onto don't it. know if I have trouble with it. Then which is why I think I need to cut out most everything except for meat. I think what you need to do and then reintroduce carnival it. is simple. Where it's just like just stay away from the vegetables and consume animal products. That's yeah. it. And you know, kefir, for example, is really just really good for your digestive system, and it helps you sleep really good too. Like if you drink a little bit of kefir, a cup of kefir right before sleep, you sleep like a baby. It's really good for your gut because mm-hmm. a lot of health issues are gut issues. Yeah, most. And part of that is like modern day, we have refrigerators now. And that makes it so no we way. don't have to ferment our foods. It, it sounds stupid, but it, like we don't have to ferment Whoa. our foods anymore. So like for literally thousands, thousands of years before, people to preserve food so they could eat later on like dairy or vegetables and stuff like that, they have to ferment them. And that was good for your gut because when you ferment stuff, it has extra bacteria that helps you crave good things and helps you digest good things and stuff like that. So, but with the like advent of the refrigerator, we kind of move past that. Like, oh, well, I don't, why would I need to drink this rotten milk? Like I can just have fresh milk from the What, cow. what do you think you're, I mean, when you said you're, you have to restrict yourself, what are you restricting yourself from? Exactly. I'm trying to, well, like I said, I started off strict carnivore and I had indigestion and I don't like the feeling of that because it gives me a really bad headache and unless I literally like what is indig- it's like heartburn no what do you mean by that it's where my body kind of rep- repels what i just ate so you like throw up yes mm. maybe you just have a lot of gut issues yeah i think it started when um i took antibiotics yeah. but i took no probiotics alongside it and it <coughs> when was that destroyed not a couple of years ago one or two years ago and it antibiotics it does that because it just kills everything yeah i think it just destroyed best. like my biome and i gotta rebuild <laughs> yeah so we'll see so then, you should, then you should eat fermented stuff if you want to rebuild it not just well steak. research with fermented stuff so you know where you're getting I know into obviously yeah fermented stuff sure it has good bacteria yeah we'll see i don't know are you on carnivore or what are you doing me? Yeah. I'm I'm uh, getting into OMAD. I was talking about this a little earlier. I'm uh, I'm trying to do OMAD most days. Mm-hmm. And then I try to go on like long stints of fasting. So like uh, last week I did like a like a 62-hour fast. But then I got sick at the end of it, so I quit. Sick? Like how sick? What do you I mean? I just had a, like a Headache? sinus. It was, uh-huh. it was when everybody got sick at church. Like all the kids and stuff. Just got like cold or whatever. Um... But yeah, yeah, it's been going pretty good. I like fasting a lot more than like just restricting everything down because I, I still like potatoes and I still like rice <laughs> and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm doing keto right now, but it's mostly carnivore because I'm just mostly eating like animal products. My wife will throw in some vegetables, but I just don't touch them. I don't really like vegetables. Yeah, we've moved on from vegetables. Hmm. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'll give it a couple. Yeah, of I months. mean, like, yeah, I move on from vegetables. I don't. Re- I mean, I've never, I've never liked vegetables actually. I mean, other than like asparagus or something wrapped in bacon. I like vegetables. You have to wrap it in bacon for it to be good. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I like that, you know. But I'm just not a really big fan of vegetables. Period. <clears throat> and I just feel a lot better when I just eat meat, yeah. you know, like liver and beef, 
I do eat chicken. Um, I eat a lot of eggs. Are you careful with what you buy? Do you read the ingredients? I don't buy anything. My wife does all the shopping. Is she careful? With yeah. I mean, she she's the one who does all that research. Like trying to make sure we have the best. Yeah. I mean, I'm not like, I'm not as crazy as some people are. And I'm not saying they're crazy, crazy. I'm just saying like, I wouldn't, I'm not as careful as some people are. Some people are really careful. It's just like, you know. This has X, Y, Z in it. I can't. I can't touch it or whatever. I'm not, I'm a little more loose when it comes to that. I don't really care about that. But I am big on like OMAD, although I'm not doing OMAD right now. Um, And the only reason I'm, what's that? One meal a day for people who don't know. For people who don't know, OMAD is one meal a day. It, it's really good for you because of the fact that it just helps re- you repair your body, put your body in a state of autophagy, where your body begins to repair I itself. I thought it was autophagy. That's what I used to call it. <laughs> That's why he looked at me. But he, he could care less. So. Yeah, I could care less. <laughs> I still say that. Is but it um, careless or couldn't care less? I heard it's both. No, no, it can't be both. I heard it's both. Hey, how can it be they're, both? They're opposite one to another. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. Both are bad. I mean, if you could it's, care Because it's saying, less, like, I could care less. That means you care a little bit. Yeah, but it also means you don't care as you, much, though. And yeah. there could be, it could be, like you, you care you, a little you, less. Now you're giving me reason to care even less. Like, I the could more care. you talk. Or it's yeah, just like, if you I think I care less right now, I could care less. Yeah. But, but, that, but that's, you know what I'm but, that's but I couldn't care less is like saying, rock bottom already. But that's saying, saying something different than I couldn't care less. Because I couldn't care less is like, I don't care at all. But like, I could care less is like, you're making me care less. Is basically yeah, the saying. more you talk, the more, the less I care. So I guess they mean different things, but they're both bad. Vein, but OMAD vein is really good because it, uh, it um, you know, just repairs your body. Um, autophagy. You may, yeah. Autophagy. Autophagy. Yeah. <clears throat> it just helps you, especially with inflammation for sure. But the reason I haven't done, I, I mean, I eat two meals a day. Uh, I don't eat breakfast. I always skip breakfast. I never. What time do you eat lunch? Do you wait until like 12, 12 or 1? Sometimes 11. Most of the time 12. And then I'll eat dinner about 5.30. And I try not to eat thereafter, unless it's like after church on Sunday night or Thursday night, just because I'm super hungry. Um, You know in the Bible when it says like, is it woe unto the princes who in the morning? What do you think think that means? Is is it like... Well, it says for, for, what does it say? For pleasure and not for strength? Look it up, Ulysses. This is your job, brother. Look it up. I gotta read this real quick. Is it basically just saying don't be gluttonous and like a symptom of gluttony is eating in the morning? I think it's just saying, yeah, I think it's just saying that if a person eats in the morning for pleasure, I don't know if I'm saying that correctly though, because I don't want to misquote it. Ecclesiastes. I think eating for pleasure, period, is it doesn't say it's like sinful. Yeah, what it does it say? Sense. It says, Woe to uh, woe to thee, O land, when thy king is a child and thy princes eat in the morning. And then, blessed art thou, O land, when thy king is the son of nobles, and thy princes eat in due season for strength and not for drunkenness. Yeah, drunkenness is basically pleasure. Yeah. So um, I think what it's just referring to is just like when someone just eats just to eat, but they're not necessarily doing it for sustenance, but like that's not, that's not for work or whatever. That's not sinful, is it? Just to eat just for pleasure? No, I think it's only be, it only becomes sinful because the Bible says that he, he he fills our mouth with good things. He loads us daily with benefits. He gives us all things richly to enjoy. Because right. then at that point, you would have to say that when you're hungry and you're enjoying it, then that would also be sinful. But God gave us taste buds. 
to taste the food because he wants us to enjoy what we're eating. I think it's just a matter of the fact that if someone only is is only eating for pleasure and they're not doing it for like strength and to and to get in the protein to be able to function do their job they're just consuming calories just to kind of sit there and do nothing then it's wrong which is exactly what princes do you know they just kind of eat for pleasure and they're Excess. not doing it for they for benefits to, to go to war or something they just kind of like live a lax life but omad is really good and if, if anybody does omad i just recommend for them to skip breakfast eat a good lunch and then skip the rest of the the day or whatever and it's not like you eat a small meal at lunch or the one time you eat. You, you eat, eat a good amount. You're full. Yeah, you eat till you're full. Yeah. I'm just not doing it because of the fact that I'm still like lifting and I I It's hard to get all your protein in one in in one meal. It is for sure. Hmm. And then too like I have body fat on me, which is working to my advantage when I lift because mass moves mass. And so I know that the more weight that I lose because I am trying to lose weight. I'm trying to cut a little bit since I can't deadlift. Um, eventually, my squat's going to go down as well. Like, the numbers are going to go down. But I, I probably should just bite the bullet and just do it and then just hit the restart in January with the squats and deadlifts. Because now I can close my fist because I had an injury oh, from, from July. I know this is not that amazing, but to me, it's like this. I can do this. I wasn't able to do this, and I can do this. And it's extremely painful to do this right now. Like, it hurts to do this. But at least I can do it. Right. Before I could even I could only like do this, but I'm still not up to par to deadlift because the weight has to rest on your fingers and any pressure on that finger. It's a just, fracture, right? I think it no, it wasn't a fracture. It was like a, a ligament, like oh. a tearing of the ligament or something. Okay. Yeah. So every day I have to kind of like. Oh, by the way, Maury said you have some sort of finger exercising mechanism. I do. Can I use that? Because sure. I heard it strengthens the ligament. Sure. And I'm like, why didn't Hike tell me about this just didn't care about you. device in times past? But um, yeah, Omad's good. I love the way I felt when I was doing Omad, though. You also enjoy uh, food, the, the food a lot more. Oh like, yeah, like you're not you're not like ravenously hungry like during your one meal a day. But when you sit down, you can like really really enjoy it, and it's like, yeah, yeah. And then like when you do Omad, when you have butter, mm-hmm. it's it's almost sweet. Yeah. Like, it tastes really good. Everything tastes, like, turned up a notch, basically. Yeah. It's very fun. Nice. Yeah. I feel good doing the, the, the diet I'm on now. Yeah. I feel great. And you're lifting. Well, I mean, you were lifting, but you want to get back into lifting. I do. I want to get stronger. Yeah. I can't wait to get back into deadlifting. I didn't get to reach my goal this year, but oh, well. This thing took me out for, like, four months. Four months. I'll never play basketball ever again. Not with Geo, anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not with Gio. Yeah, Gio. Yeah, forget forget <laughs> basketball in Belize, Gio. Yeah, I'm t- don't stay away from me. That giant, he he, he like hurt me, man. How Gio could, and I were he? well, we're Fourth of July. We we're playing basketball and we crashed or something. I don't remember what we did. And then everyone, everyone was like, "Oh, your finger's fine. It's not. It's fine. You know, it's Who not discolored." That? Everyone was, was called, saying it. Called him out too. And I'm like, it hurts. <laughs> A lot. And they're just like, oh, no, it's good. You're good. It's not you're like. You're the pastor. It's not like, you know. Oh, let me look at it. Oh, yeah, you're good. You're good. Here I am four months later. <laughs> it's like the young counselors. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. It, yeah, it was bad. Make your burden heavier. But keto, I will say this. Like, for a while, I was stuck here. 
And I couldn't go past this. Like my finger couldn't move past this. It was so tight and painful just to have it here. And then when I got on keto, like immediately, like, I don't know, the inflammation went down and then I was able to like move my finger and it wouldn't hurt. And then I could actually close my fist like this and it wouldn't hurt. Mm. So obviously the inflammation went down, you know? Yeah, helps. Take it easy anyway with injuries. But for sure this time around, I want to stay in the 200s. Before I was just like, I want to go down to like 180. 195, but I'm not about it all that. Really depends on I'm not about that life anymore. I want. I think I want to be in the 200s now. 200s. The 200. <laughs> 200. So. Cameras. Check the cameras. Ketogenic diet, carnivore diet, OMAD. It's all good. Do it. Stay away from vegetables. I know Pastor Anderson is for vegetables. I get it. I get it. But I don't get it. <laughs> does, does Pastor Anderson have a reason? I think I think I, no, I don't know. I don't. I think he thinks they're healthy. You know, he probably he just thinks. he just adheres to that philosophy. You know, it's something yeah. interesting in the Bible. Um, but I will say this: it takes more character to eat liver than true. your vegetables. Raw liver. Raw. Well, I don't do raw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> but it takes way more character to eat liver and onions than it does vegetables, and it's far more beneficial too. What were we gonna say? Uh, in the Bible, there isn't, uh, other than like garlic and onions, which is not really like a vegetable at the end of the day, but there's no vegetables named by name in the Bible. And people will tell you like, oh, cucumbers. Well, cucumbers are actually a fruit. They're a melon. So there's no vegetables named by name in the Bible. They're only just called herbs. So, but you see people eating all sorts of other things. They eat all sorts of fruit. They eat all sorts of meat. They eat all sorts of like bread, obviously like sourdough, but there's no vegetables named that people eat in the Bible. Yeah, and then the one time where Daniel asked for pulse instead of the king's meat <clears throat> and his face was fuller and fatter, that's actually a miracle. Mm -hmm. That was like a miracle that was performed. It wasn't because the veg or the fruits or whatever and you know, did him well. The soy did him well. It was just a miracle that he was able to it's be the opposite sustained. of what should have happened. Yeah. yeah. Happened. It was it was essentially God showing Himself strong on His behalf. That because it, it, it wouldn't have done anything if, like, you compare someone who eats meat to someone who eats pulse for two weeks or whatever, and you will see that a person who eats meat is actually fuller and fatter mm -hmm. and more healthier looking. Mm -hmm. Because vegans and vegetarians are just no. not like that. They waste away. They waste away. <laughs> so it's a miracle that he was actually able to be fuller and fatter, in spite of the pulse. Yeah. You know. Huh. Also, veganism is only, and vegetarianism, I guess, is only a diet that you're able to do in, like, the modern world because you have, like, all these vegetables shipped from around the world year-wide, like, all this stuff. But, like, you would not be able to do a vegan diet, like, 2,000 years ago. Yeah. You have seasons and, like, the crops die and they grow and you have to you have to rely on milk and meat. Or even 100 like years that. ago. Yeah even, on, yeah, even 100 years ago. Most civilizations, their diets all around the world most of them, if not all of them, were never vegetarian or vegan. Mm -hmm. They had some, some, some of them were carnivore. Some of them were like, um, some of them had carbs like bread, but rice, rice. And the vast majority of them consumed a lot of fat. Mm -hmm. was to like grow the main vegetables, element. you need land, right? You need like wide open spaces. So. You need to grow. I think you do. And that. who would grow <laughs> vegetables rather than like keep livestock? Right. Cane, right? Yeah. Only Cain would do something. Only Cain and I. Yeah. 
you know, there's and people say people often say, well, you need vegetables for the fiber, but that's like a myth, though. There's so many myths yeah, when it comes yeah. to vegetables, dude. It's like crazy. That's the, that's the there's so many myths when it comes to like diet. Period. I remember when I was in elementary school, the 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 pyramid, the food pyramid, they had like grains at the bottom, like you should eat most grains. Like, mm-hmm. dude, grains like, are bad for you. You have to have nine, nine servings of pasta. Well, a lot of people say that like carnivore and keto are very. They're like fad diets, but they're not fad. That's like saying like they're dispensationalism. Or that's that's like saying like dispensationalism has always been around or something. Like dispensationalism is the new doctrine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like grains and consuming vegetables. That's like the new doctrine. Yeah. Because when you study history, the vast majority of people consumed yeah. animal-based products. Yeah. That was like a big thing. They, mo- they, they, they would only go to vegetables in times of like starvation. Yeah. It's like, oh, I have to eat this root. I have to eat this leaf because... People are dropping dead around me, basically. And the, and they would major on fats because mm-hmm. you need fats. Like I societies need, need fats. fats. Yeah. You know, women need fats in order, especially when they're pregnant. Um, yeah, there's just like a lot of myths around diet and yeah. science. And I think the like biggest one is just you need your vegetables. It's been pushed a lot. And it's just not true. Or that soy. It's probably just like pushing people <laughs> away from meat. Well, that's it's what, probably that's been a what conspiracy they're, that's what they're for trying the to do. They want, you, they want people to be weak, I think, is the biggest yeah. thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm just thankful because as a kid, you know what I mean? Like, what kid likes vegetables, you know? <laughs> I grew up on Armenian barbecue. <laughs> that's good. Um, yes, all meat. And then there's the whole bread argument, but that's not a good argument, though. What, what bread argument? Well, because they say, like, if the Bible talks about bread, but then it's just like, you got it's not the, it's not the, not the same the, 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 the same bread. The yeah. same wheat. It's also it was all fermented. The bread they didn't have instant dry yeast that you could buy at the store or something yeah. like that. That it's like pump, pumpernickel bread. No, no, that's not what I'm talking. About. <laughs> 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 but yeah, pumpernickel bread. Actually, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Everything good? <laughs> weird stuff, dude. <laughs> Being a pastor is just different sometimes, you know. Stealing with stuff all the time. <laughs> <laughs> this stuff never stops, man. <laughs> As you know, it's 8.21 p.m. <laughs> wow. You work around the clock. I do. So, speaking of that, <laughs> cussing. <laughs> it just makes me want to. <laughs> <laughs> so, people are really, like, upset and, and, you know, because of the fact that, like, one of our pastor friends dropped the F-bomb a while back or whatever and, Pastor Shelley. What? And we all preached about it. We all talked about like our differing opinions on it. And haters of the new IFB and those who hate the new IFB but are in the new IFB but don't publicly say they hate the new IFB, they like to take situations like that and capitalize upon them to try to like cause division and all that. And, you know, years ago I preached a sermon called Cussing in Light of the Bible where I condemned like the F word and using cuss words or whatever. And um, so people started like reposting that because they hate Pastor Shelley or whatever. And they're like, oh, look, you know, he's saying this and saying, and Pastor Shelley's saying this. And they're just kind of throwing it in my face or whatever. Like, do you still believe this or whatever, you know? And here's the thing is like any mature Christian, by the way, anybody who like was our friend, or as a friend of ours, our church and their church, they're just like, well, you know, you probably change opinions on it or whatever. But the people who obviously hate the new IFB, they, they want to find something. They're just like, oh, man, this is gold. Pull right up here, the logs. Man. Yeah, exactly. And Pull so, up the comb. 
I have changed my view on it. And they could probably make this out as, uh, as a clip if they want to. But luckily, you know, the subject of cussing isn't about salvation. It's not like a deep doctrine. It's not like an essential doctrine, right? It's a In personal past, opinion. On it's a preference. And I still hold to a lot of the views that I had when I preached that sermon. You know, I definitely don't think that people should just be dropping F-bombs um, sporadically, just in everyday conversation. It's obviously words that have impact that people typically use when something crazy happens or whatever it may be. And so I don't think it should be a part of your everyday vocabulary. And I think I'm, I'm pretty sure I said that in that sermon. I was talking about that. And another thing is the fact that, you know, cuss words are subjective. And it's true. And that, you know, and I've changed my opinion on that because it is true. It is subjective. And one of the reasons I changed my opinion on that is because of the fact that um, different languages have different words that would be considered cuss words in one language Correct. and not a cuss word in a different, or even within the same language, it could be a cuss word in one region where it's not a cuss word in another. So it's like, who would, who's the one who holds the standard to say that is a cuss word? And people say, well, the Bible says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. Yeah, but like you could apply that to pretty much anything. Yeah, and the Bible says so many things that they're even guilty of. Of course. So why are you trying to like... But not only that, but it's just like nowhere in the Bible does it say like the F word is a cuss word, right? People can say, well, that is a cuss word. Yeah. And so this would apply to that. But, you know, there's other languages out there that will use a specific cuss word that is normalized in their society that, you know, we would consider a cuss word, but they don't. It would be offensive to Americans, but not offensive to that particular people. And you, we couldn't convince them otherwise because it is subjective. Right. You know what I mean? I think the biggest thing is appropriateness. Yeah. Is learning when and where to say certain things and when it is appropriate to say something or not. And so um, people have tried to rub that in my face. Like, do you still believe this? And you're condemning Patrick Shelley and all that. All these little girls just kind of just whining about my sermon or whatever, thinking that I'm just going to be like, oh, man, I'm sorry or whatever. I've changed my view on that long before Pastor Shelley preached that. So I, I want to know what you think of this. Tell me. In, so in Malachi, when he says, uh, Behold, I will corrupt your seed and spread dung upon your faces, even the dung of your solemn feasts, and one shall take you away with it. Whenever I read that or when Paul says, um, I count it all but dung or whatever, Whenever I read that, obviously dung is not a bad word for us today, but it means, you know, excrement, yeah. right? So but when I think Malachi was saying that to them or when Paul talks, but I don't think he was saying like poo-poo, poo-poo poo -poo of your solemn feasts or crap of your solemn feasts. I think he was saying that because it had impact. It was an impactful oh, word, yeah. right? So obviously we, the meaning of dung has changed, but I think it was probably pretty vulgar for him to be saying like dung on your faces. Oh, yeah. I don't think he was saying it in like a childish way. You know yeah. what I mean? So people are like oh like well were they sinning when they said that no they used it appropriately because yeah. they were you know <clears throat> in its context it's severe topics yeah, yeah they were in, like insulting these false prophets they were rebuking these false prophets yeah. right and too like a lot of these people who are honestly just holier than thou's they use the word faggot all the time right 
And obviously, we don't consider that word to be a cuss word. But you know, there's old IFB people that would consider that to be a, an improper, unclean cuss word. I, I actually know some people who d- don't even say faggot in front of like women or something yeah. like that who are in IFB because they think it's inappropriate. And obviously, this stuff is like subjective. Right? Yeah, and then the people who say that who are against us would say, "Well, that's subjective." You know what I mean? We're talking about reprobates. See, they would make a they would come up with the reason why it's okay yeah. to use that term. They would use it all day long, whereas. They couldn't just step into any independent fundamental Baptist church and use that term and not, you know, be spoken to by the pastor and say, hey, that's inappropriate to say. Obviously, we wouldn't agree with him, but I'm just saying, like, even those people recognize that that word is subjective. And they're like, well, that's different from, like, the F word. Well, really? Because other people would find that offensive if you were to say that. Or, like, a perfect example in society, like, white people can't say the N word, but black people use it to refer to each other. Yeah. So that's another, like, perfect example of, like, it's straight up subjective it depends on who you are or mm-hmm. what the context is or who yeah because there's certain people who don't who are black who don't care about yeah. that yeah. you know they don't care who says it other people they do yeah and at the end of the day it becomes and you can find two black people who have differing opinions about that word and they'll never agree on that mm-hmm. they'll never come to terms with <clears throat> you know they'll agree to disagree or whatever but yeah i mean i preached that sermon years ago and i think it's because of the fact i don't remember if it was like there was an issue where someone was just constantly dropping it or something like that, I don't really remember. But I will say that I probably agree with still 60 to 70, maybe even 80% of what I said in that sermon. Because a lot of what I said was just being appropriate. You know? Yeah. And 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 just to make it clear, like I would, I don't ever want to drop that behind the pulpit. I don't think that's appropriate, but who cares? You know, that's his church. If that's, you know, I, I would never want to do something like that. And I preach that too. Like, that's not something that I would ever want to do. Yeah. I don't want any pastor coming like, to my church and doing that. When you get offended on somebody else's behalf, if nobody in the church was offended, like leave it alone. And no one nobody in this church, church was offended. Nobody yeah. batted an eye. Then don't worry about it. Yeah. Mind your own business. I'm telling you, the reason make they make a big deal geeks. about it is because they want to find something yeah. that they can call out the new IFB on. Really? Because they're they constantly the new IV. Yeah, they're Pharisees who are looking to catch people in their words. Yeah. That's just all it is. And so, you know, they're just like constantly reposting it and constantly putting clips out there. I don't bat an eye at it because I don't really care because these people don't even really matter. You know what I mean? And some of these people are some of the biggest hypocrites anyways. They're some of the biggest hypocrites. Yeah. One of them just recently got kicked out of church, not our church, someone else's church. And this is the same guy who was criticizing Pastor Shelley. And he got kicked out of church. And But he was, I, I told him, I was like, you're being a holier than thou for criticizing Pastor Shelley. He was like, well, you know what? That I, I'd rather be a holier than thou. Like, when is it ever appropriate to, say to ever want to be a holier than thou? Yeah. He's like, I'd rather be a holier than thou than not be a righteous person or something. I was just like, what? Righteous according to you? Like, what are you talking about? Like, when is that ever cool to say, you know what? I choose to be a holier than thou. Like, dude, you obviously don't know the Bible. Mm -hmm. So, and then, you know, they they, they spam verses. A lot of people will spam verses to try to make a point. Yeah. Where they just throw a bunch of verses in there. Look what the Bible says about this. The Bible says plenty about this. But none of it has anything to do with it. You know, they'll say corrupt communication uh, uh, or uh, what is it? Um. Oh, yeah, corrupt communication corrupts good manners. Evil communication corrupts good manners. And they're like, that's what it's talking about. But the previous verse says, 
let us eat and drink for tomorrow we die. Mm -hmm. You know, and then he says evil communication corrupts good manners. And he's referring to the fact that not to just speak flippantly of what's going to happen tomorrow. Mm -hmm. He's like, well, let's just eat and drink because tomorrow we die. You're just being careless. That's going to corrupt your manner of living when you speak like that. Right. And when the Bible says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of mouth, but, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearer, he begins to talk about put all malice away and evil speaking. And in context, he's referring to forgiving one another. He defines what corrupt communication is. He does. And then, you know, it's, it's in tandem with what the rest of the Bible says, that you don't render evil, evil for evil. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if someone, if a brother in Christ does evil to you, you don't just reproach like that is a, person. Is a word inherently in and of itself bad any word because a word is something to describe mm-hmm. something right so i don't know i mean there's people I don't, who I don't i personally don't think it's a sin i know for example you know we have some of the guys at church think it's a sin um i don't agree but we could agree to disagree yeah That's and fine. here's the thing there's people and in our yeah there's people in our church who think it's a sin and you know what that's okay if they want to think that that's fine there's no problem with that yeah. mm-hmm. because it's not an essential doctrine. Yeah. People, these people try to make it like it's an essential. They strain a gnat and swallow a camel. Yeah. I mean, the th- some of the things that they're guilty of, like mm-hmm. rebuking elders, uh, like causing railing? division, railing. <laughs> yeah, these are things that are actually named in yeah. the Bible. And as you being can get sinful. thrown out of church yeah. for it. I don't see anything in the Bible where you get thrown out of church for saying the F word. Mm-hmm. That pastor ought to step down. Where in the Bible does it say? Yeah, yeah. He, said, yeah. he said the F word. He's... Uh, so I've heard from some people say like, he said the F word that makes him disqualified to be a pastor. Yeah, and here's the thing. It's like people are trying to make it seem as though like he got up behind the pulpit and was just like, F Joe Biden. Like <laughs> that was his opinion. He's like quoting. In the context of the sermon, like to me, it was, I think, to me it was, uh, I think he, I, I it, was, it was an extreme way to make like an extreme point. And yeah. like yeah. just when the prophets in the Old Testament preached naked, was, was it like, was it sinful to be naked? No, he was making like a he was making an extreme point by yeah. like demonstrating it, like you know. So yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, I remember when I went to go when I was in Aruba and I was preaching in Spanish. A lot of Venezuelans are there, Uh-oh. and 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 my 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 family are from they're from Guatemala, and so I was saying a particular word in Spanish, and I just kept saying it and saying it and saying it. And in Guatemalan Spanish, it's just not a cuss word. It's a strong word, but it's not wouldn't be considered a cuss word. What was it referring to? Being lazy. Oh, okay. I think that was that was the word. And then someone came up to me and it's just like that was a great sermon. It's just you know that one word. You know that's a really dirty word. And I'm like, really? Because to us, it's not like to Guatemalans, it's not dirty. I didn't know that. And he's like, oh yeah, to Venezuelans, it's like really bad word. Hmm. I'm like, oh okay. See, even within Spanish cultures. Mm-hmm. One would be considered a dirty word, and one would, you know, one culture would not. So, who would be the right one? You see what I'm saying? Right. You can't really say. You can't really, you know. And I'm I'm tired of people teaching things from the Bible that are not really there. Yeah. As they're violating scriptures that are. That means that if, so. If you're in Guatemala, you can say that word. But then, if you say that word while in Venezuela, you're sinning. Basically, yeah, is what exactly. They would say. <laughs> like, exactly. It's like. And like, obviously, I didn't know that that's what yeah. they would consider. I, I've never you know, preached to a Venezuelan congregation before. Mm-hmm. And they, they no one really batted an eye. And even the person who came to talk to me, they were just kind of like, whatever about it. They didn't really care. Mm-hmm. They are just telling me like that word in particular for Venezuelans is bad or whatever. Yeah. But I don't know. Because in Guatemala, it's not. But, you know, it's just a classic example of someone who, you know, binds heavy burdens, grievous to be born, 
but they're not lifting one of the commandments up with their own finger. They violate scriptures. They make the commandments of God void through their traditions. Yeah. Because they're trying to establish a tradition that cussing is sinful as they're violating scripture themselves by rebuking an elder, which the Bible clearly says you shouldn't, rail, railing, backbiting, evil speaking of others, you know. And the guy, one of the guys who was doing this guy just recently got kicked out of church, of a fundamental Baptist church. And I can see why. The guy's just a complete idiot. And so there it is, folks. Cut that. Slip, you know, make a short out of that. Pastor Mejia goes back on salvation? No. <laughs> goes back on replacement theology? No. Goes back on the Trinity? No. Goes back on, you know, the Bible, the King James Bible? No. It's another issue that doesn't even matter. Mm -hmm. it just doesn't matter. And the people want, want to make it matter because they want something to be able to point at the new, new IFB at. You know, because... Because they want the new IP to have a chink in the armor. They want to find some flaw. They want to find a breach in the armor because they just want to take the new IP down. But you can't take the new IP down because the new IP is not a movement or it's not a denomination. It's a movement of local New Testament churches. So, and they're going to find themselves fighting against God anyways because these are his churches. Mm -hmm. So, anyways, yeah. folks. That's where I stand on it. I don't bat it. I don't feel wrong about it at all. Because throughout the years, I'm probably going to change my views on some things, but not not anything that's essential. Right. I'll probably, you know, learn more and grow more. People act like pastors can't make mistakes or something like that. Like they just can't like grow and mature. It's like they've never read the New Testament of all the people who knew Jesus just making all these mistakes. Just yeah. rest assured that there's going to be some loser out there who's always going to be like, oh, you change your stance on one thing. To another. Okay, great. <laughs> I think, well, I most of these people, most of these people are not even day, in church. I think that's waste your whole life going over like hours and hours of sermons and find something that pastor. There's has. people out there like that. Yeah, who will literally Wasting listen to all my sermons life. and just make themselves even yeah, more. Just reprobate. come to church, bro. <laughs> they just don't have full time jobs or something. People like whereas people in my church, they listen to me three times a week. Yeah, you know, and they come to church, they soul win, they're actually serving God. They're actually serving God. They're actually like preaching the gospel. They're actually like discipling others. Not being busybodies online. Not being busybodies online yeah. or whatever. And shame on the pastors who support those idiots too. Yeah. McMurtry. Wives. Yeah. <laughs> shame on them. Nothing. I mean, I marked that guy a long time ago for biblical reasons. So, anyways, that was a good episode. No, uh, no nah, probably down. not. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're at 838. I think that's good, right? I bet. That's pretty good. I mean, it was like an hour and a half or something? Yeah. Yeah, that was a good, a good long episode the there. Fat off, you'll have, yeah. yeah. Well, folks, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Rod of Iron Podcast. And uh, we're back. And so I'm going to be trying to upload about every other week or so an episode here. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, share it. And you can also listen to the full episodes and watch the full episodes on the website, fwbcla.org. God bless and have a great night. Amen.